Sandro McGee dove sideways into the dirty alley just as the rooftop defense blister spun and fired a flechette round in his direction. The corner of the alley was immediately and ferociously flayed by a swarm of zipping and spatting high-velocity micro-darts. Damn, those alien gizmos are fast, commented Harry, Light Horse, Lee. McGee rolled up into a crouch, readied his assault rifle, prepared to lunge toward the corner for a peek around. They're not faster than me. He ducked his head around the now ragged masonry and flinched away from the blast of automatic gunfire that greeted him. Yes, they're faster than you, McGee could hear Harry Lee's satisfied smirk. No, they're not, McGee tugged off his helmet. He rose to his feet and towed it around the corner. That elicited a slightly different greeting, individually fired slugs. McGee smiled at the uneven intervals between impacts. Ah, now that's being fired by meatware. McGee swung around the corner, just weapon and eyes, and let the Serrington arm sight do its work. The Seri sight was the one relatively modern device on McGee's obsolete battle rifle. Its combined audio-optical threat trackback system instantly assessed the directionality and intensity of sound waves from enemy fire, did a quick laser scan of all objects moving in its front 120 degrees, and threw a targeting solution into the scope. Which McGee followed, elevating the barrel until the crosshairs lay on a partially seen baldy, hunched low in the cupola of the town hall. The baldy looked almost human as he profiled himself for a moment, but then McGee registered the absence of ears and nose. He squeezed the trigger. The venerable 8.5 millimeter battle rifle began hammering against his shoulder, just as the baldy's smaller high-velocity slugs started gouging at the concrete next to McGee's left cheek. For one surreal moment, it was more like a personal duel than a firefight. The big human's denser, slower stream of metal punched at the baldy's armored rooftop cupola. The baldy's intermittent counterfire stabbed down at the human, fast and vicious. Neither would cede the advantage. McGee counted through another second, knew his clip was about to burn dry, and then the incoming fire ceased. Shifting down to a clear view over his iron sights, McGee saw a hint of faltering movement. He popped his eye back up to the scope just in time to see his adversary duck unsteadily down beneath the lip of the cupola. Move, move, McGee shouted to his rear as he started sprinting toward the front steps of the town hall. Get tight against the building, under their field of fire. Lee was right behind McGee, but Verazian, the guy from the resistance cell out in Lemnos, wasn't. Probably delayed by another snafu with his civvy comset, the store-bought system occasionally skipped a beat while sinking with the mil-spec rigs. Whatever the reason, Verazian was the last on his feet and trailed Lee by four meters as they charged across the square. McGee reached the heavy concrete balustrade of the front stairs, looked back to check his team's progress, and saw an anti-personnel rocket rush down and catch Verazian square in the chest. The forty-one-year-old reservist corporal was blown clean off his feet and backward, out of sight. McGee suppressed a sigh as he put his hand up to his comrig. He was surprised to feel the wrist flare of his Kevluron gauntlet graze his ear roughly. Oh yeah, I left my helmet behind. Verazian, report. Verazian. Biorelay indicates Verazian is KIA. Captain Falco's voice boomed into the link. There was no mistaking a mil-spec command set. Cestus 3, proceed to objective. 
Olympus, Cestus Three is down to two combat effectives. I repeat, two combat effectives. Request, you're on your own, Cestus Three. Everyone's up to their asses punching through baldy weapon blisters. No help to send your way. Advise when you have taken Objective Alpha to receive new orders. Olympus out. Well, ain't that special, McGee grunted as he swapped magazines. Only two left. Damn. What's with this shitty loadout, Harry? Old guns and spare ammo is all we've got for local raids. Light Horse Lee shifted his AK-47 so that when he started running again, it would rise directly into an easy assault carry. Think you've got it bad. Look at this antique. You ain't joking. Where'd you get that? Museum? Harry shook his head, gathered his legs under him to lead the rush up the stairs. Nope, from a reenactment group. Here we go. And Lighthorse was off, bounding up the stairs two at a time. McGee's tree-like legs launched his 1.9-meter frame after the smaller man, whose shorter limbs cycled faster and had the advantage over short distances. While Lee bounded toward the entry, McGee followed him upward at a fast, crabbed crouch, keeping his Alliant Rimstar battle rifle sweeping across the upper-story windows. He'd just finished sweeping right when he caught a hint of movement to the far left. Typical, wait for the sucker to be facing the other way. But I'm no sucker.